0: much like Martin Luther King Gage just okay. had a dream
1: Gage did have a dream Gage had a dream on Friday night and there were two crucial components to this dream that are really the only things that matter because they're the only things I remembered when I woke up okay. The first was that I was a manager at a Target like okay. the store the big box store and the second was that I was happy And so I woke up and I realized <laughs> <laughs> I woke up and I realized I could actually achieve one of these things right mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so I googled how much Target store managers make Naturally And on average nationally a hundred thousand dollars
0: that's crazy that's
1: ten hundred hundreds what could they possibly be doing no literally and it's like i i used to wonder like why do all these like managers at walmarts and targets act like fucking tyrants like Mm -hmm. never ever did i like understand the true meaning of the word the managerial class yeah like they are really just illegal making six figures here's the thing though
0: here's the thing as a person who grew up on meyer and walmart in michigan I must say that I like Target the most out of a lot Target, of the big stores. It's
1: The nicest one.
0: It's nice. It's the nicest it's, one. it's affordable like for people like us, you it's know, bags. people Walmart's that don't have a lot of like money to spend.
1: It's the cheapest one, but like Target's nice. I feel like classier You get the Yeah, there.
0: you get the most bang for your buck. It's very nice organized like their the diet red,
1: section. It's crazy.
0: It's it's all very nice, but also they're terrible to their workers and also yeah. also isn't there that thing where um They try to get shoplifters with a felony.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. So Target, they'll actually wait until you've uh, they keep track of anyone who's like stolen from their store. I don't know how the fuck that they do it, but they will let you steal until I think you've stolen five hundred dollars worth of merchandise Mm -hmm. because then they can upgrade your charge from petty theft to grand larceny. God, or maybe not grand larceny, just regular larceny, but whatever one is harder that will land you like in jail. Like, they were intentionally, it's literally just racist. Like, when when you boil it all down, of course, but also, it's like, what the fuck? Like, So you're just gonna eat those losses just to put people in that is the pettiest shit I've ever seen. But if I was making a hundred thousand dollars a year, dog as a yeah. manager.
0: Look, I know I know this is a public podcast, like you know, free to access. Anybody can get it. Yeah. And I don't really want to speak this into existence, but it's good to know there's a like a limit that I can hit before I get hit with any felony, you know. <laughs> exactly. Hey, that's awesome. If saying. I need to. All I'm saying is
1: no, <laughs> no ethical consumption, you know what I mean?
0: Right, no ethical consumption, and it's good to know that I have a range yeah, and <laughs> of what are, I can steal before are... I get <laughs> in trouble.
1: <laughs> If you ascribe to that notion, all I'm saying is like, you, maybe hit target a little bit and think think somewhere else. If you're thinking what I'm thinking,
0: yeah, just be safe. You know, we, yeah, uh, we understand how the economy is strangulating. Just be careful.
1: Exactly. Just avoid. Targets. But I'm
0: thinking, you know, you had this dream about being a target manager. Okay, you're wearing red today.
1: Ah, shit. I'm thinking
0: ah, you may ah. try to be assimilating into the bourgeois see,
1: class. See, that's and also I'm a the little thing. worried. That's also the thing that got me thinking was I was like, okay, target managers are making a hundred thousand dollars, like on average you mm-hmm. know what biochemists make How much? Fucking like 70. You're in the wrong major. That's what I said. That's what I said. It was the day, it was the next day, the morning after, I just had a fucking biochemics and Uh lipid uh metabolism. And uh I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? All week, I was stressed about it. I could just be a target manager.
0: Hey, bro. But the free market works. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, (laughs) know, (laughs) researching how the human body functions is less important than target 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 retail. Target
1: managers are so much more in demand Mm -hmm. than drug chemists. They're more important. Exactly. Like, medicinal chemists and all that the
0: more target managers we have the better our gdp will be and the better life will be in america but discovering like new medicines new life-saving medication why why would we need that
1: why why would we need that no piece of shit you fucking you you fucking nerd
0: improving the human existence fucking why would we want to do that money profit Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back to Head in the Office. I hope you're ready for a, a gobbledygook episode. Yeah, we got some is bad news.
1: Actually packed and kinda horrible.
0: Like bad news, I know we say this a lot, but you know, bad news for the world, good news for us, because it's really fun to laugh at. <laughs> like, but also very news, sad. It's
1: also legitimately <laughs> va- some funny stuff and some actually very bad, serious things.
0: Some funny stuff because our only options are laugh or cry at the news. Yeah. And I'm don't feel like crying today. I'm feeling like a goofy <laughs> goober if I'm being quite honest with you. <laughs> Uh, Anyway, welcome back to the show. You already know what I'm going to say. If you want to help us out, Head over to the Patreon, the YouTube, the TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Exactly. We be posting now.
1: We post now. We're active on all platforms now.
0: We do be posting. Kinda we do crazy. be clowning on people. We
1: finally fulfilled our promise to start <laughs> shitting on people on Twitter. We
0: be hitting like five likes on Twitter, and I'm that's like, this is a banger. That's what I'm saying. This is a banger. I said,
1: this, shit, this needs more attention.
0: This shit popped off. Shit needs more um, attention. Uh, and you can also, if you want to help out the pod, leave a review on Apple. We don't have any to read today, unfortunately. We do not. It breaks my heart. But they help a lot, though. They do they help a lot. They actually
1: really help in trying to push us on Apple Podcasts, which yeah. at this point, it's like i feel like we're just growing getting our growth from tiktok i yeah. don't know who's really yeah. discovering us on apple but hey you know we still well, gotta try one
0: day maybe we'll be on like the, the up and coming session new and new and noteworthy hopefully yeah, hopefully yeah. we can get there so hopefully hopefully that'll happen soon but if you want to help us leave a five-star review on apple we'll check them out we'll read them next week on the pod we'll give you a shout out we'll give yeah. you some thanks that'd be excellent
1: you know how it goes you've listened to the episodes but you know for today
0: leave us some support yeah. we're gonna
1: start off with our lightest piece of news
0: we're gonna dive right in we gonna start
1: talking about some nimby shit
0: Oh, yeah, oh yeah.
1: If you don't know like what the, what a NIMBY is, it's not it's generally stands for not in my backyard. Mm-hmm. And it typically refers to like people in suburbia who. Spoiler alert! Will just do everything in their power to stop the like local government from building affordable housing units, yeah, because it's going to lower their property values. They're yeah. doing honestly anything. Like NIMBYs are also largely responsible for why we see so many pipelines diverting through Native American land because they yep. were originally going to divert through suburbia and they said. Mm-mm-mm,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. And it's, you know it's know just like local city classes? councils, right, that yeah. are doing this? Oh, yeah. yeah it's
1: very small. It's a very, very small government okay. acting in very big ways. Yeah, naturally. You know what I mean? But today, we've, we've got a specific case. And okay. in Woodside, California, a town in Silicon Valley, they just declared themselves a mountain lion habitat okay i've already like spoiled why they did this it's because they just literally just wanted to stop a affordable housing development that's it
0: how do you become a mountain lion habitat they just just voted to
1: their city council just got together and they voted to
0: (laughs) wait okay this uh, you
1: you can just say that i fucking guess i fucking guess I love the free market. So I know, fucking dude. Much, I, dog. I, like, I, I don't understand so how the machinations behind it, the legislative machinations, but like, does this mean no other house can be built
0: there? Look, dog, say what you will about how good communism would be, <laughs> but if yeah. we did not live under capitalism, we would not be able to laugh at stupid ass stories guys, like this, where just, a city council just decides they're a mountain lion guys,
1: habitat. It gets even worse, though. So <laughs> the mayor was asked for comment, and this dude fucking said, it's not the Woodside way to prioritize housing over habitat for endangered animals. Can you believe that? Bro. One, first off, it is corny as hell to say something like, it's not the Woodside way, to have like a slogan for your town. Yeah. That shit is, that's cracker activity right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's hella cracker activity. Exactly, that's Pete Cracker.
0: <laughs> name me name one majority people of color neighborhood that has a fucking <laughs> slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if you have enough time to come up with a slogan for your town, you are so incredibly and privileged.
1: Especially some, some corny shit like "That's the Woodside way." This isn't the Woodside <laughs> way. <laughs> and then, and then this dude just and then two housing over habitat for endangered animals. These are people.
0: Yeah, these are human <laughs> these beings. These
1: are people in California that quite literally can't afford to live. Like, uh-huh. it's an affordable housing unit. Just say what it is. You're scared that your property values are going to go down. Uh huh. You literally don't give a shit. But he didn't even stop there. Yeah. He didn't even stop there. He kept going. Bro, I get, Oh, my
0: God. Like, I get it. I get wanting to care about endangered species. Yeah. I get wanting to care about animals. But actual human beings are yeah. suffering.
1: No, don't get me wrong. It's very important to care about animals. Like, yes. it's important yes. to, like, protect habitats for endangered species and stop deforestation and shit. But they're literally just lying. Yeah. Like they are just doing this shit for their property values to protect their own pockets. They don't give a shit about the mountain lions. Yep. Honestly, the mountain lions, I'm sure, are an active nuisance to them.
0: Oh, yeah, probably. Like
1: every once in a while, they maul a fucking biker.
0: Bear accumulation problem.
1: The mountain lion (laughs) accumulation problem. It's like the mountain lions are dangerous to the fucking unhoused people. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) Fucking crazy to think about. He literally just put one above the other right here. And he made the wrong choice. It was a 50-50.
0: Yeah. And he did the wrong. Mountain lions would probably be better off if they weren't out there mauling, you know, regular degular homeless people. Yeah.
1: Because then those homeless people have to, like, defend themselves, you know? what about the already dense urban sprawl in California, Hmm? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, we really have to protect this fucking town, Woodside, California. But anyway, I digress. Okay, hang on,
0: hang on. Okay, okay. This is, like, the kind of liberal shit that I hate to see because conservatives would do the same thing. Oh, yeah. But they wouldn't say it's for mountain lions. They would say, because I don't want to house the homeless. And they wouldn't
1: say this is the Woodside way. Right,
0: this is what just proves Malcolm X to be correct when he said, like, conservatives are pretty awful, like, I hate them. But liberals are just going to lie to you about why they're doing yeah, stuff.
1: They just pretend because to be they good. don't.
0: They don't want to help you. But again, yeah, they want to put on mm-hmm. that performance of being good. This is the kind of liberal shit I hate to see. Yeah, because it's like, n- just say that you don't want to house homeless people. Like, <laughs> like just say that you don't care about poor people. Just Say
1: it with your chest. Conservatives would say it. Say it with your chest, because I mean, either way, like nobody's going to give a shit in the grand scheme of things. It nobody's is, paying attention to this. Fucking it's the town. same
0: result. Conservatives would just be like, "Yeah, I'm not going to house those vagrants." Yeah, like that's. What I they feel would like say. I
1: feel like if they literally would have just voted to not have the affordable housing unit to just block it outright, they wouldn't have got any attention nationally because they never do. This shit happens literally all the time, especially in a place like California that has horrible housing regulations. But instead they decided to do it in this roundabout fucking way where they declared themselves a habitat for an endangered species.
0: One instance where regulations are not good.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's a nuanced conversation. But anyway, he continued to say, and I quote, we love animals. Every house that's built is another anchor taken away from the mountain lion's habitat where are they going to go pretty soon we'll have nothing but asphalt and birds
0: bro i bet they wouldn't have had this energy against the native americans bro indigenous people in america they would have been like yeah we're gonna take their land Mm
1: -hmm. it fucking it looks like the animals are in the fucking mayor's office and the city council like (laughs) literally they are honestly worse than the fucking mountain lions. okay
0: if you really care about like the mountain lions habitat leave and let the Mm -hmm. forest take over your entire city
1: honestly like Like, fucking move out uh uh-huh destroy all your houses Uh fucking do it find somewhere else to live go to fucking
0: idaho if animal lives matter that much to you then like leave yeah go live in the woods amongst them Like, dog, it's so stupid. It's just a way to obfuscate the real reason, which is you don't want to give poor people housing. Oh, my God. Oh, my you God. Just, you're
1: scared of the radical poor and you don't want to lose a little, a little bit of bans, a couple bans off your housing values, they yeah. are already historically overinflated.
0: Yeah, and you want to keep the rich voters on your side, because that's what really matters. That's true. Because if they give housing, housing to the homeless, rich voters are going to get mad. Facts. Naturally. Naturally. That's how, it is. That's how it is. All right. Well, going on to our next story, yeah, we've some, got
1: some less funny news. <laughs> some
0: actually, yeah, really less funny news. Pretty bad news, yeah, actually. Yeah. There was another assassination led by the United States military in Syria this time, uh, which I guess is not like new <laughs> Happened all the time. So, it's but it's kind of new for like the it's Biden a, administration. It's a
1: higher profile. Yeah. assassination though
0: so on february 3rd president biden announced that quote last night operating on my orders the united states military forces successfully removed a major terrorist threat to the world the global leader of isis known as haji abdullah sorry if i butchered that uh, <laughs> he took over as leader of isis in 2019 after the united states counterterrorism operation killed al Baghdadi. thanks to the bravery of our troops this horrible terrorist leader is no more
1: what happened to trump wiping out 100 percent of the uh isis caliphate you thought He he flexed that all the time. Yeah. Like, what what is he just going to say? Joe Biden brought it back? I guess. Like, I I legitimately don't get it. What happened to him? He just lied. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: I mean, yeah. I thought ISIS wasn't an issue anymore. Here's the thing. Here's the thing is that Biden is saying that this is, like, uh, the leader of ISIS, and maybe that's true, but the State Department also reveals later on that ISIS is still a major terrorist threat, and, like, the killing of this leader didn't really shake ISIS all that much. Like, ISIS is still a threat. So it's like... (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Like, what's going (laughs) on here? Ring, ring, hello? Um, So you may be thinking, like, well, leader of ISIS, probably a bad guy, pretty normal U.S. assassination of a terrorist, right? Like, that's nothing new. And you'd be like, yeah, he probably was a bad dude. Very bad guy, actually. Probably a bad human being. But Joe Biden goes on. He says, quote, knowing that this terrorist had chosen to surround himself with families, including children, we made the choice to pursue a special forces raid at a much greater risk than to our own people, rather than targeting him with an airstrike and a final act of desperate cowardice he with no regard for the lives of his family or others in the building he chose to blow himself up taking several members of his family with him and then he said quote i'm determined to protect american people from terrorist threats and i'll take decisive action to protect this country
1: okay like first off first off let's get this out of the way I feel like that is – if you're going to go and fucking assassinate somebody in another country, that is how you do it. You don't fucking just drone strike them and ramp up the civilian casualties, which, spoiler alert, we'll get into because a little Mm -hmm. bit of conflicting uh, conflicting reports here. You actually take the troops who signed up for this and you have them go in and do like an in-person raid. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that is – there's no ethical way to go about war. But that is the most ethical way to go about war is to do it in a way where you use the people who signed up to do this – to commit these acts instead of maximizing civilian casualties like we did in Afghanistan and Iraq and Syria.
0: <laughs> A little bit of Gage praising Joe Biden here. A little bit of liberal Gage. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, like, yeah, I agree. But I, I'll also say that, like, I just – this has been the kind of rhetoric since 2001 yeah. and even before. But it's the idea that, like, I'm going to protect the American people from this terrorist threat. What terrorist threat has happened against the American people since 2001? The
1: the last thing, the only thing that is, I mean, fucking really the only thing that ISIS has done recently is the ISIS-K bombing at the uh, Kabul airport. Yeah.
0: And it wasn't on American citizens. And we fucking
1: killed the guy. And we also killed eight kids.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So. Or even if, even if American, I can't remember exactly, but even if American citizens were involved in the bombing. It wasn't in America. You're yeah. not protecting America from anything. It was
1: in an active war zone.
0: Like, this is just, this kind of rhetoric is just justification to continue your involvement in affairs in the Middle East. And yeah, I'm literally. not saying ISIS is good.
1: No, ISIS very is not bad. Very not bad. Good. Official head in the office statement here,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ISIS is
1: unequivocally yeah. bad.
0: Maybe a hot take, ISIS not good. I yeah. don't enjoy ISIS. Yeah. I'm not a fan.
1: Not a fan. Not a fan at all. I but would we'll, not invite them in. We'll get into a little in. bit more.
0: We'll get into a little bit more. It's
1: like, well, let me just elaborate real quick on that last point because it's like, I bring it back because I remember when we were covering Israel-Palestine and specifically the bombing of the AP building. Yeah. They justify, because routinely we've justified and Israel justifies and other like imperialist powers justify these horrible bombings like when the AP building collapsed by saying, oh, there were terrorists at the bottom of it. Yeah. We didn't know. So yeah. we just had to kill all these civilians. You would Obama think- Obama with hospitals and weddings. <laughs> hospitals and, schools, and weddings. schools, school yeah. buses, ah, driving. The, yeah, the yeah. highway of death with Bush. Ah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's like I feel like if you want to engage in these military actions so bad, if you really, like, need to go get the fucking terrorists at the bottom of the fucking Associated Press building that you don't even know they're yep. there in yet, you should send in the troops who signed up for the military to go and do that if mm-hmm. you're going to engage in it. I feel like that should be a controversial take, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I understand. But here's where things get a little bit strange. The White House hasn't really said much about the casualties and what happened. Naturally. And if they have, the information has not been disseminated at all. Uh-huh um and there's been some conflicting reports but from what i found the civil uh, the syrian civil defense which is like a first responder group in syria mm-hmm. they said that there were 13 casualties along with the target and that included 6 children and 4 women so not great yeah. not great and after these events unfolded a reporter asked gensaki on the way back to or i think they were they were on like air force 1 going somewhere i don't mm-hmm. know but they asked gensaki they like they were asking if the white house had any evidence to back up the claim that it was a suicide bomb that blew up the yeah. um like the building killed the leader and also killed like the children and women if it was
1: a suicide bomb wouldn't it have also hurt the troops that were doing the raid like the boots on the ground guys that were actually going and doing everything i don't know
0: that's the that's the thing is like some of these details are a little bit foggy but in response to that question of hey can you give us evidence uh-huh. jen saki said or she asked whether skeptics think that the U.S. military is, quote, not providing accurate information and is ISIS providing accurate information.
1: That's a girl boss move right there. That's a liberal that ass is, move right there. That is a girl it's boss move. It's like, dog, move.
0: just answer the question. Yeah. It's so annoying. Yeah. Like, OK, if if Trump's press secretary would have got asked this, he would have been like, shut the fuck up. It's so true. <laughs> but here they're just like, well, do you really think ISIS is providing accurate information? in the most sarcastic way. I know. Like, like, just, just so tell us that you killed thirteen people. Dog. Like, <laughs> it's actually infuriating. Like, I know.
1: I guarantee. I guarantee the population would not give a shit if the yeah. U.S. like actually went and killed those kids. We we do give a shit. Let's yeah. another official had in the office statement. We yeah. do care. But I don't see why they feel the need to fucking lie about it because they lie about everything else. Maybe also, it just it feels
0: like this like this attack, and maybe maybe I'm just noticing because we pay more attention to politics than we used to. But yeah. it feels like this kind of just out of nowhere. Like, didn't, it happened. I didn't know of any. I mean, I guess I should have, like, expected that U.S. Uh involvement in Syria was still strong, but I didn't really know that we were doing anything in Syria still. That's facts. I I, maybe I just no. wasn't paying attention, but it seems I don't know. Is there still war going on in Syria right now? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> no, I'm
1: thinking of Yemen. Maybe I'm thinking of Yemen. I mean, we
0: also facilitated a lot of violence in Yemen
1: too. Did not we bomb Yemen like last year? Yeah. Like And <laughs> Biden said he's going to like withdraw all
0: weapons from Yemen and he still hasn't done it or something like that. But the thing the thing with um this quote from Gensaki is that the US military regularly lies. Mm-hmm. And the State Department regularly gets stuff wrong, gets stuff wrong and kills civilians yeah. all the time. Oh, for sure.
1: Like wasn't it when it, we when we first killed those eight kids, those eight kids and the humanitarian NGO worker, yes. when we thought we were getting the guy who was doing the bombing,
0: back in like September October, back in yeah, yeah
1: for the Kabul airport bombing, yep, when yep, we yep. literally killed eight kids. Didn't we come out and just lie about it for like two days, and then some some general yeah. took responsibility, which wasn't really taking responsibility or accountability at all because nothing happened to him, and he's gotten cried on camera.
0: Because I remember what happened was when the Kabul airport bombing happened, they uh-huh. said that there was an explosion and then shots. That's what they said. There yeah. was, like, a separate gunman that was shooting. Mm-hmm. And then f- later we found out, like, two two days later, that that was a lie. There wasn't actual shots. What it was it, was just, like, the bomb shrapnel going well, all over, I guess.
1: Well, there were actual shots, but it was U.S. Oh, yes, soldiers yes, yes. shooting into the crowd because yeah. they didn't fucking know what was going on.
0: Like, they either they were incredibly ignorant and were just wrong about what was happening yeah. during the attack, or they just fucking lied. Yeah. And— It seems like this is another case here. Like, it it seems like a lot of the evidence just isn't lining up. Like, Uh I wouldn't be surprised if the State Department was just lying and they botched this mission, too.
1: Because what? Didn't we say? Did we already say that? Like, uh, eyewitness reports?
0: Yeah, I was about to get into that right now. And uh, it's even more interesting because, like Gage just brought up, eyewitness accountings of the bombing don't actually align with U.S. reporting. Uh, Eyewitness accounts seem to indicate that there was shooting and bombs going off before the self-detonation happened. Um, I know there was this one, I think, just, like, independent reporter or group of independent reporters Mm -hmm. that was... um, doing interviews with people afterwards, yep. people that lived in the building, people that lived nearby. And they were saying that, like, they were hauled out by the U.S. military, which I guess is good, like, if yeah. the people evacuated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they heard, like, separate shit going off. They saw, like, helicopters were going on, like, above the house and stuff like that or landed nearby the house. Uh-huh. Um, and also, apparently, Joe Biden had said that one of the helicopters malfunctioned before the mission was complete, and it la- like, before they got there, I think. Okay. And the helicopter had to land and they had to destroy it which to me is like how you going in with defective equipment and it's also like what else got botched in this uh assassination like what else could have gone wrong cuz people were That's saying really that they were wild. like lobbing bombs in before the explosion went off like i, I don't know That's a lot so of it's weird. very fuzzy yeah and and you can look at all the reporting coming out from the um the DOD and you'll see that they're not very clear about what happened like they they're very like oh he blew himself up and that was it like Ooh, no, you, you no a other explanation, very simple,
1: clear-cut case. So you guys really don't need to ask any more questions. Do you trust ISIS over us? Huh? Yeah. No. Really? Exactly.
0: It's just obfuscating, dancing around oh the questions. It's a little sussy. It's a little sussy. And even if, even if we assume everything the DOD says is true, it's still kind of insane how we're doing imperialism in the Middle East still. Like, yeah. Af- especially yeah. after straight up murdering civilians. Why
1: pull out of Afghanistan and not also kind of pull out of everything else? It's like, right. are we just going to start assassinating Taliban leaders too? Like that is the act. I mean, I mean, <laughs> Trump assassinated
0: uh, Qasem Soleimani, <laughs> yeah, Iraqi war hero. So like, like,
1: it's like you know what I mean. Like you know what I'm getting at. Like yeah. we actively pulled out of Afghanistan. That should have been us pulling out of the Middle East as a whole. Yeah. But no.
0: no. Yeah. I guess I guess that's kind of where my mind was too. Is like, oh, we left Afghanistan. Like we probably won't hear much from the Middle. East. I guess I, I guess I was, was just I fucking ignorant I shouldn't of have us. assumed that. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like it it blows my mind all the time when. U.S. State Department officials or the president or whoever else it is act surprised when these terror cells keep coming back Mm -hmm. or like we take out a leader and then we're like, well, ISIS is still around. ISIS is still a threat. And we act surprised when the U.S. for the last quite literally 40, 50 years has been going into the Middle East, extracting and exploiting the land for natural resources, destroying homes, Mm -hmm. destroying families, ripping people apart, forcing them into poverty. And then we get surprised when they hate the United States and join extremist groups. Literally like to them. We are the terrorists. We have
1: the people in the State Department have absolutely no fucking perspective. No. It's what it literally just boils down to. And I'm also I'm just absolutely shocked at how just dumb they think that everybody else is Mm -hmm. and how they can just be like, oh, yeah, we'll just say he blew himself up. Yeah. People think that's what they do. People yeah. think, oh, you hear Islamic terrorists, they blew himself up.
0: I mean, they, they even cited uh, previous assassinations. Like I think there was one in 2019. Uh-huh. I don't remember who it was. But uh, the story there was also that he blew himself up before um, military people could get or soldiers could get to him. Mm-hmm. That was also the story. I, again, I, I don't remember the specific event there, so I'm not going to comment on how true that might yeah. be. But in this situation, kind of sus.
1: It's a little sussy.
0: And also, it's like all our fault you know
1: like (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, like we
0: wouldn't that's the thing we talked about this with the russia ukraine situation too but we keep putting ourselves in a situation where we have to respond to everything because we're creating the situation Mm -hmm. based on our prior Mm -hmm. actions to them we are the terrorists like the people that storm in with weapons and tanks and machinery and steal everything from them and just occupy that land for 20 plus years we're the terrorists to
1: them if we acted a, a little more isolationist a lot of our problems would just go away yeah a lot of our problems, if we just pulled literally everything out of the Middle East, we'd kind of be chilling. It's not even like we have obligations uh, to allies in the region other than fucking Israel, too. Yeah. Like, that's literally it. Mm-hmm. And which we should also get out of there because that's just unethical. You yeah. Know?
0: <laughs> Bigger conversation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, anyways, there's been some there's been some psychotic takes on this issue. Uh, but there's one in particular that I wanted to highlight. And it's not as if this is coming from any, like, big figure. It's just some random person on Twitter. But it kind of sums up all of the reactions from the right that I've seen. Yeah. And it goes. I'll just read it to you all. Okay. All the takes follow a similar pattern to this one. It says, quote, it's sad when kids are killed. But the hard truth about these kids, they're not the type of kids who come home after school and play soccer with their friends. They're the type that start killing during their childhood. Their fate was sealed anyway. Nothing could have saved them. No. psychotic insane
1: it's so out of pocket so incredibly out of pocket it's sad when kids are killed but <laughs> <laughs> no literally that's it it's sad when kids are killed you but you can't do that you no. just can't fucking do that you can't say that i know i know oh, these aren't the kids that go home and and have fun and have friends these are kids that are cold-blooded killers uh-huh. as soon as they pop out of their mother's womb who's also a cold-blooded killer like why? Okay, first
0: of all, why is this dude okay with kids dying?
1: He literally, like died. you can't
0: say it's sad when kids die, but <laughs>
1: like, that's not acceptable. Also, do you, like just stop for a second. You don't even have to go that far. You can just say like, "Okay, we got him. That was a good thing." Like y- you could just spin it in so many more like optically pleasing ways. Yeah, you can be like, "Oh, this was a necessary evil." Right it wasn't <laughs> maybe maybe not it's very sus but you could say that you could say it's a necessary evil you don't need to say these kids are cold-blooded killers they deserve what they had come in
0: yeah first of all it's not true second of all maybe you need to question the circumstances that pushed them into that kind of life yeah also there yeah. were literal babies there
1: why were they destined for that like hmm?
0: like one-year-olds like wrapped <laughs> in bl- like child blankets God, died damn. like they <laughs> they were not predestined to be killers Like they are forced into these extremist groups that we see are still populating the the Middle East Uh because we continue to try to dominate their lives and control them. We create the terrorist dog. I don't know how to put it any other way.
1: It's like there are liberals that pretend to understand how like the not the criminal justice system works, but the circumstances that would bring forth criminals and how that whole thing is a cycle. Yet as soon as we look at it from the perspective of brown people, they're just born evil. Yeah. The brown people like overseas are just born evil inherently and just destined evil. that way. There's no like material reality that mm-hmm. would foster that. There's no cycle of violence in the Middle East that would bring that about. It's just they are just bad people and we are good people.
0: Yeah. That's literally it. Our infinite occupation of their homeland wouldn't force them to hate America or mm-hmm. our way of life or mm-hmm. anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, because our actions have no consequence. We're spreading democracy. Yeah,
1: come on, the blatant exploitation. No, we're spreading democracy. No, we're giving them opportunity. Yeah, Thank you very much.
0: Exactly, we're putting an Afghanistan. Or we're putting a <laughs> McDonald's in Afghanistan. They would like, never taste how good
1: McDonald's fries are. Exactly. If it wasn't for us. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, moving on to some more geopolitical news.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everyone's kind of foreign this week.
0: This is actually um, a pretty funny geopolitical <laughs> conversation <laughs> yeah. that I want to have. So yeah. some of you may have noticed. Some of you may have noticed. If you look at our neighbor up to the north in yeah. Canada. They're experiencing some protests right usually now. Usually
1: they're pretty nice.
0: Usually usually they're doing all right.
1: They're going a little wild now. Though.
0: Perhaps this Ooh. is an anomaly, perhaps not. Ooh. But there's been uh, a series of protests that have been happening dubbed the Freedom Convoy. <laughs> and they are reportedly protesting the vaccine and testing requirement for truckers that enter the country, yeah. naturally. Yeah. Um in these protests these truckers have driven across the nation. Kind of abandoning their post. They've driven to Ottawa, which is the capital for those that don't know.
1: They've actively contributed to the supply chain crisis.
0: Well, yeah. (laughs) The one that they complain about. Yeah. Um, But they are protesting the oppression at the hands of the evil tyrant Justin Trudeau. Wow. Wow. But they don't get mad at him for blackface, of course. Anyway, um there was around uh from what I could see, from what was reported, there was around ten thousand to twenty thousand people at these protests, but twenty thousand is probably a charitable number. I don't even know if they okay. got to that many. Um, and the BBC reports that around ninety percent of Canada's one hundred and twenty thousand cross border truckers are vaccinated. So this is a minority yeah of of people that are protesting. They're just being here. super loud about it. Right. It's not as if this is a civil rights movement hey. or anything. <laughs> Um, and when truckers when truckers arrived in ottawa trudeau and his family they weren't even there because they were out with covid mm-hmm. uh, but they did offer a little bit of a response uh trudeau said something along the lines of like we're not gonna be scared by you people shut stuff the like fuck that. up yeah basically that basically that and also just a little aside okay it's kind of crazy to have a leader that can get covid and not die you know like if if our dude got covid we're fucked It's
1: crazy to have a leader that can get covid and you don't have to worry about like them actually maybe dying yeah it's wild this one and the last one
0: yeah it's kind of (laughs) crazy it wasn't
1: for walter reed i know (laughs) damn
0: kind of crazy um and apparently apparently this protest has raised between seven and eight million dollars on gofundme
1: of course it did. Kyle Rittenhouse raised I want to say two million dollars yeah, for his defense. For
0: his bail. Wasn't it for his bail?
1: I think it was for his bail on the what was I don't think his bail was set at two million dollars. No, it wasn't. I know 2 million. he raised two million in total and it was for the bail, but I think legal they used too? it for the legal fund. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Um but they've raised seven to eight million dollars on GoFundMe and they were also blocking off business in Ottawa. Which is like, okay. I obviously don't agree with what they're doing. I don't agree with their protest at all. Yeah. But blocking off commerce is a very effective tactic to get what you want. It is. It's like also, I wish it's very I wish, fucking annoying. I wish that um like left movements in the United States would start blocking off businesses more yeah. rather than just like marching in the streets, like, although that's good. But like, it's much more powerful if you are preventing people from making their money. Oh no, for sure. It makes a bit, it makes a bit more of an impact. So I'm kind of jealous.
1: For sure. Yeah, I know for real. What, how come how come right wingers can get it together, but we can't? I know. No left unity around here. Exactly. Exactly. No left unity. But so, also, it's like they are the supply chain crisis. Yeah. <laughs> so they're kind
0: of embodying it at this point. Yeah. Um. So the the protesters. I I bring this all up because yeah. you may think this isn't that crazy. You know, stuff like this is happening in mm-hmm. the United States. There's hogs all around us. Yeah. I bring this up because. These protesters have embodied something entirely different. <laughs> they are on a wild journey, and oh, yeah. I think we need to talk about it. So It's
1: it's way more than just vaccine mandates that oh, they're protesting. Yeah,
0: yeah they're, they're protesting about just about everything. The but, general
1: existence of racial and ethnic minorities. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, exactly.
0: So I have a quote here. A couple days ago, quote, Ottawa's mayor, Jim Watson, said that some protesters had harassed staff at a soup kitchen Demanding free meals after they were turned away by <laughs> restaurants for the refusal to comply with indoor mask mandates.
1: Just dickheads, bro. Like, yeah. Just a bunch of dickheads. Like, and, and that it gets worse. <laughs> okay. It, it gets yeah, infinitely it worse. Yeah, it really does. It
0: gets infinitely worse. So there's images of protesters flying flags that say things like, you know, unite against tyranny, mm-hmm. like you're not going to oppress us, stuff like that. Well,
1: the oppressive Canadian government.
0: But there's also... People flying Nazi flags. Straight up. Straight (laughs) up.
1: Confederate flags. I know the um the leader of what was like some party in Canada came out and said, like, Oh, I'm sure it's not everybody. I'm sure it's not everybody there. Of course not, but they associate
0: with those people. Yeah,
1: and then coincidentally, like I think two or three days later after he said that he got kicked out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So But here's the thing. Here's the thing is that Like there's flags that say like they're united against tyranny. They're going to stop oppression. And then they have the Nazi right next to the swastika because (laughs) Nazis historically have been known for freedom (laughs) and emancipation and being anti-oppression. But then they also I found this even more bizarre, to be honest, the Confederate flag.
1: Why? That's not even your country from
0: the American Civil War. (laughs) What? They have the Confederate flag from the south.
1: Like doesn't make any Wait, sense. Wait, are there American truckers that are like involved? Like, are they over in Canada? No, like, I don't think protest? so.
0: It, it wouldn't make much sense if they were. That's I mean, true. they seem like to, it seems to be like Canadian citizens. But what? it's just like, but also they're they're protesting the Canadian government. Why do you have a Confederate flag? <laughs> they just
1: wanted an opportunity to be racist. Yeah, his, in public.
0: historically, the Confederate flag represented being against oppression. Like They know? are they
1: are the North North.
0: they're further than the north yeah exactly and I want to point out the irony here of having like these flags present because Uh the crowd that is always against masks and vaccine mandates always compare it to the holocaust they always (laughs) compare (laughs) pandemic restrictions to the holocaust but the Nazis are literally on their side (laughs)
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, maybe you should uh, think about what you're doing here. Like, <laughs> maybe you should just look.
0: They're always like, oh my God, you're making me wear a mask. You're making me sew my, my vaccine card. That's just like how uh, Jewish people were treated when the like Nazis the are band. like right behind them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they said, fuck yeah. That's that's exactly how the Jewish people were treated. <laughs> it's like,
0: it's like it's almost <laughs> as if they're purposefully downplaying the damage of the Holocaust. By comparing it to whatever their uh, assumed oppression is.
1: Jesus fucking Christ. It's
0: absolutely psychotic. It's absolutely psychotic. And I saw another sign when I was doing research for this section that said 2022 is 1776. And I can only assume that means that they are comparing themselves to American revolutionaries. You know, when 1776, Declaration of Independence, all that stuff happened. So, that's kind of funny because George Washington supported vaccine mandates in the 18th century. <laughs> so, I don't know what the fuck they're on about.
1: Dude, that's just no idea. absolutely befuddling.
0: I know. Honestly. I know. I know. And they also have, I'm a little bit jealous of this. Okay. They have um fuck Trudeau signs. Hard. And I'm jealous of this because, like, it, if it were Americans that were protesting here, they'd have some shit like, let's, let's, go, go, let's go Terry. Or some <laughs> shit like Terry. that. You know what I mean? like it wouldn't be nearly as as impactful because they they're afraid to say fuck Joe Biden you know exactly. what I mean they
1: can't cuz they're all they're all like hyper evangelical and don't swear yeah yeah and they go to liberty university where gay people aren't allowed on campus yeah
0: and you and you may think that's bad But, people, it gets worse. Okay. It gets even worse. Protesters have also reportedly desecrated a number of national monuments and icons.
1: No way. They took statues down?
0: (laughs) Well, they didn't take statues down, but they, like, desecrated them. like,
1: pissed on them and shit.
0: Well, yeah. The first one I was going to say is protesters have pissed on the National War Monument. Which con- uh, commemorates the Canadian lives lost during World War One, mm-hmm. World War Two, and the Korean War. So I guess it's fuck the veterans, fuck the people it's that died for like, our country. They're the
1: they love the veterans. That's like, what I'm saying. They're the ones that are like, <laughs> what the fuck? That,
0: that's what I thought too. And they've also quite literally danced on the tomb of the Unknown Soldier. <laughs> so do with that as you will. What the fuck, dude? And they also desecrated a statue of Terry Fox. Which is a Fact. Canadian hero, like a, a basically a Canadian hero who yeah. ran across the country despite having cancer, and his goal was to raise awareness and money for cancer and research. One
1: leg. He only had one leg. Yeah, he had one leg. How the fuck do you run across the country with one leg? He had the That's crazy. Leg.
0: And um, based on like the stories I was reading, his his doing that, running across the country, also hastened the cancer spreading throughout his body. So, like, he he died pretty shortly after he did that, but he also raised a lot of money and a lot of awareness about the cancer he had. Exactly. And historically, he also wanted to promote scientific research, (laughs) (laughs) something that is quite literally in opposition of what the protest stands for. (laughs)
1: like i just think it's so fucking funny and so ironic that it's obviously it's a right-wing protest that's yeah. not a controversial statement they're the ones that fucking hate it when we take down confederate statues uh-huh. they're the ones that hate it when you if that shit happened if liberals went to the tune of unknown soldier or leftists went to the tomb of unknown soldier here in america and fucking danced on it i know there'd be so many hate crimes there'd be an instant spike in hate crimes uh, bro i know like it's actually because they they get so pissy about it like i, do, I don't give a shit personally it's a statue you yeah. know what i mean yeah but like it's the irony that that's funny.
0: And uh, for the statue of Terry Fox, they put like a Canadian, an upside down Canadian flag in his hand. And they, uh, they put like um, different signs like in his hands that said some like some things like we're going to end tyranny or like Don't fight against the me. vaccine mandate, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's it's just the, so funny the lengths that they will go to to twist national figures to fit their narrative like I'm mm-hmm. impressed it's just it's like I wish con- we could do that no, with dude. national fi- like they can just twist it, national anyone figures anyone on to fit, the left could do that they could just twist national figures to fit any narrative they want it's
1: because they're so fucking dumb honestly. like like
0: these these are the same people that'd be like yeah Martin Luther King would support I was, us that's what I was
1: just about to say they're the same people that whitewash MLK's legacy they're anti-science yeah. washing Terry McAuliffe or not Terry McAuliffe
0: yeah uh, what, what's his name Anti science washing huh?
1: The statue dude that we're just talking about. the Virginia Terry Fox. Terry Fox. <laughs> Terry Fox.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. It's so funny. Anyway, I wanted to bring this up because I thought that um our neighbors to the north are popping off right now. That's right. Uh, I support the trucker protest. I support <laughs> the Freedom Convoy.
1: We're, we're actually leaving after this to go join the Freedom Convoy. <laughs> yeah, like, you
0: can you can be a leftist and support the truckers. Like, I don't see yeah, what the problem on, guys. is there. come on, You can be a leftist and support the truckers. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. So they're absolutely popping off. I just, I, it just blows my mind how they always say things like, this is how the Jewish people were treated. Mm-hmm. And then have literal Nazis on their side. And to
1: actively be Nazis.
0: Also, the other side of that argument is like, You think the worst thing that Jewish people had to experience was getting vaccinated and wearing a mask to Walmart?
1: Yeah, you think that the armbands were the worst thing? Right. That's it? Right. That's it?
0: Like, you think the extermination of an ethnic minority or an ethnic group— is the same as you having to be vaccinated to go to the movies.
1: I mean, they probably don't believe in it. Like, let's be real. True. They're probably like, I mean, come on, brother. Come on, brother. If I, <laughs> if I bake six six million cookies, I physically couldn't bury all of them. Right. The same people,
0: the same people that will say that uh, vaccine mandates are oppressive, like how the Jewish people were oppressed during the Holocaust, are the ones who are denying the Holocaust. <laughs> exactly. And saying that Hitler was an, a misunderstood figure. Exactly.
1: Come on. Come on. That's what I'm saying. They're they, they, purposely they, they,
0: downplaying it. Like, they're, they're doing the it for Reason. People
1: that unironically say like, yeah, Hitler was one of my favorite leaders, not because of the Nazi stuff, but just because of the way he could, he was charismatic, the way that he could do a speech. Okay. You know, look,
0: don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Bad guy. But he was charismatic. <laughs> he got his people motivated. He was very proud of his country. Guys. No, don't get me. There's nothing wrong
1: with that. There's, guys. No, the Jewish stuff, like fuck all that. But the way that he like got everybody riled up, like I, I just honestly look up to him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: wasn't there at the um <laughs> at the January 6th riot before like people started breaking into the Capitol, wasn't there somebody there that said Hitler was misunderstood?
1: I, don't know I think there was probably. a speaker.
0: I don't think it was an elected representative or anything, but she was on stage saying like Hitler got one thing right, and then it was some <laughs> yeah, like was some insane take no, about I mean, like how the left is bad or something.
1: There was a there was a football coach. I think the head football coach at Grand Valley State University, oh, like no. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah. and he was being interviewed because I think he had just gotten hired or something. he was being interviewed by like the school newspaper, and she asked, "What are your three favorite leaders?" And this dude said like. Two two people. I think he said MLK and then Hitler. Yeah, bro. They he would agree. Fucking unironically said Hitler. He's like, no, no, no. Hear me out, <laughs>
0: <laughs> bro. If you have to, if you have to justify uh, any leader that you look up to like that, then you should not be you, looking. You could have said leader.
1: anybody else. You could have literally said anybody. You could said Nelson Mandela. You could have lied. Yeah. He should not have said that, though. I think he got fired immediately, which, like, yeah. Hey, bro. Hate
0: this sin. Hate this sin. Love this sin. That's all I got to say. Hate <laughs> exactly, this in, Love this exactly. Uh Anyways, anyways, moving on. It's. Uh, moving back to bad news. Moving back to bad news. Well, I mean, before it was kind of bad news, but it was a little silly. You know, oh, make true, 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 true. A little bit of silly, goofy news. Yeah, you know, I told yeah. you I was in a silly, goofy mood. <laughs> of
1: course, naturally. Um, goofy, goober. But,
0: you know, it's Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. We're celebrating by talking about some racism that's exactly. happening in America. Um, starting off with. Affirmative action Which I want to note Before we get into it Isn't necessarily something That I love no, You know what I mean No it's
1: not like the best It's not really The best and solution
0: I say that Because it's like a bandaid On a bullet wound You know yeah, what I mean yeah, Like exactly it's, It doesn't actually fix Inequalities But it has helped Get colleges more diverse It's
1: helped correct Previous racial disparities Right Lacking it yeah. just
0: means More discrimination
1: Like we're not It's like It's we, we feel the same About affirmative action As the same as we feel About school of choice And, and like,
0: like that. And just like Democrats You know Exactly. Like having Democrats in office isn't great, but you don't want Republicans in office. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like we got to exactly. damage control at least a little bit. But
1: fantastic. Anyway, analogy.
0: we're talking about this because there's been a, a handful of lawsuits around the country mm-hmm. that have seek to undermine affirmative action for colleges and universities, and it looks like they're probably going to succeed. Excellent. Wow. So, a little bit of background. There's a group known as the Students for Fair Admissions, who's, which is run by this dude named Edward Blum.
1: That's such a conservative name.
0: And he's also, by the way, speaking of conservatives, the same man responsible for gutting the Voting Rights Act in 2013. Oh, love that. So, that's pretty cool. And so he's filed a lawsuit in North Carolina claiming that UNC's admissions were stacked against white students because of affirmative action. They're
1: literally, like, the funny thing, the funniest thing about, like, white people talking like that is they're literally not. Like, if there is one racial ethnic group that is notoriously stacked against when it comes to admissions, which there's data to support, it's Asian people. Yeah. Like, Asians literally, don't they, don't we talk about that later? Yeah,
0: we are going to get into that. Yeah,
1: notoriously, it is harder for Asians to get in. Yeah. But they are fucking bitching.
0: Yeah. Like... Yeah, exactly. And the thing is that what what's funny about this is I looked into this specifically for North Carolina. White students make up sixty two percent of UNC student population. Uh-huh. Black students make up only eight percent of the population, yeah. despite making up twenty one percent of North Carolina's population. Ooh. So it's already there's already a disparity between people attending UNC yeah. and the actual population of the state. It's
1: already not representative,
0: right? There's already a disparity there. <laughs> so this, I mean, it's just insane. And like this guy, uh, <laughs> this also- case. Uh, in North Carolina, they ruled against Edward Blum's case, but it's going to go mm-hmm. to the Supreme Court, which is why we're talking
1: about. Fantastic, it. but it's also like white people again coming out the gate to appropriate another struggle for yes. themselves. Yes, <laughs> like,
0: it's real cracker activity, fags. Like, um, it it is just absolute cracker activity. It's the, like what what's the quote? The whole theme for this section is basically that. To those that are privileged, equality feels like oppression. That's That's what this is. No, literally, That's what this is. Um, And then the same man, in another case, Edward Blum, filed a lawsuit against Harvard College, alleging that it uses affirmative action to harm admissions for Asian students. Oh, okay. Similar to the last case, lower courts ruled against Edward Blum's case, but it's going to the Supreme Court, which is Mm -hmm. why we're talking about it. But the thing that I find funny about this one is that instead of saying it's hurting white students, he found another minority population to pit against all the other people Mm -hmm. of color Mm -hmm. so that he can be like, well, it's not just a white person thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's all races, and it just happens to be that black people are the bad
0: ones. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically what he's saying. And here's a massive caveat, though, is that affirmative action for white people already exists.
1: Legacy admits.
0: Specifically, yeah. 43% of white students were not admitted because of merit, but because of legacy admissions at Harvard.
1: Huh. Crazy. Funny how that works.
0: And I got a quote from The Guardian. They say, 43% of Harvard's white students were either recruited athletes, legacy students, On the dean's interest list, which just Mm -hmm. means their parents donated to the school. Yeah. Or they were children of faculty and staff. The kicker, roughly three-quarters of these applicants would have been rejected if it weren't for having rich or Harvard-connected parents or being an athlete.
1: Huh. That's crazy. Ain't that a bitch?
0: So it's affirmative action for white people. That's okay. Yeah. But if it's helping Anybody else well, because, It's not okay Because
1: that's meritocracy Right of Legacy course. admits Are meritocracy um, Being born into wealth Is meritocracy Yeah You know what I mean And speaking of meritocracy Let's just talk about Affirmative action in general And like in case You don't understand Like because popular Argument is like Well why is it okay To have other races Score less on their SATs Than white people And still get in mm-hmm. It's like the The whole idea behind it Is that okay These people are coming From underprivileged backgrounds They're typically yes. coming From underfunded schools These schools They have not had The opportunity Throughout their lives lives to um to i guess like foster the skills needed to excel in your academics. Right. To the extent that you need to do to get like a 1500 on your SAT. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So then schools take that into account. They think, okay, this kid may come from this area or this is from this racial minority who has historically been oppressed yes. and is actively being oppressed. We'll let him in with like a 1350 instead of a 1400. Right.
0: But that's the thing. That's the thing is that race is one factor. Yeah. If you if you actually take a look at the statistics, you'll see that Poor people uh-huh. get more help uh-huh. than wealthy people do, typically, Class unless struggle. wealthy people are getting in through legacy admissions, which mm-hmm. like is already anti meritocracy. Yeah, but the thing is that college look at colleges look at a number of different characteristics. Race has been deemed by the Supreme Court that it can be one factor that you consider, mm-hmm. but it can't be the reason that you allow somebody in or deny them. Yeah, so it's used as one characteristic, but the problem is that you know conservatives are afraid that the white race is being replaced And the
1: problem is conservatives really just love to cherry pick and be like oh "Oh, test scores that's it that's the only non-meritocratic thing and ignore legacy admits and ignore literally anything else
0: yeah yeah And like the argument against affirmative action is always that white people deserve to get that deserve to get into college are being denied while lesser (laughs) lesser minority (laughs) people You know, yeah, call back to yeah, last episode. Yeah, exactly. Lesser undeserving minority people are getting in because of the race. But it's literally statistically incorrect. Uh-huh. Like that's uh-huh. wrong. Like white people, affirmative action in many colleges is already institutionalized. Mm-hmm. It's a part of legacy admissions. Yeah. They get in even though they don't deserve to get in. But suddenly allowing or accounting for disparities in educational attainment prior to college is somehow racist to white people.
1: Yeah, because it is so incredibly easy to just hear the test score thing. And think, oh, meritocracy, because it's been beat into your head literally your whole life that America's a meritocracy. The American dream is true. You just need to work hard. It's just been beat over your head. And it's easy to be reactionary when thinking about it. Right. Because nobody will present the other statistics unless you actively go out and look for them.
0: Yeah. And, like, why is it it okay that white wealthy students get in simply because their parents are rich or Mm well-connected, while colleges accounting for racial disparities in standardized testing persistent throughout the nation is suddenly unfair? Yeah. Like rich kids didn't earn their wealth, they didn't earn their spot in society. Poor people didn't cause themselves to be in poverty. They didn't through none of their actions did they decide that they were going to be in poverty. Quite
1: literally born into it. And right. It's quite literally a cycle that college helps break. Yes. The number one factor in breaking that cycle. But I just want to I just want to bring it back. So Jeremy, are you telling me, are you telling me that math is racist? Oh, my fucking God. Are you, are you really telling me that math is racist? Yeah, bro, math is racist. Can you believe what the liberals are telling you now? Yeah. Now, apparently, two plus two is four is racist. Wow. Like, I don't wow. I
0: don't understand. Like, they just can't understand the simplest concept that the environment that you learn in can impact how you do in school, mm-hmm. which will later impact the colleges that you're able to get into. And combine that with the fact that education is locked behind a paywall Uh basically makes college attainment impossible for poor people.
1: I mean, we'll call back to another episode. They literally can't comprehend anything outside of their own experience, of their own individual unit. They can't understand how things compound to affect Mm -hmm. a situation in the future. That's why they don't understand intersectionality. They lie and say that intersectionality is just adding up oppression points, which it literally isn't the furthest thing from what it is, actually. Yeah.
0: And I also want to note that like affirmative action, again, isn't a perfect solution, but it has helped diversify colleges. Yeah. But there are still disparities like white students graduating at disproportionately higher rates than mm-hmm. black students do. They have disproportionately less debt than uh, students of color do. Yeah. like these these problems still exist. So it's not like a be-all end all. And also, affirmative action has helped white women the most.
1: Yes, that's the group that it's helped the most. It
0: has benefited white women the most. not a bad thing. Like I'm I'm glad women are are being are are able to get a college education uh at higher rates than they used to be able to. Not a bad thing at all. Mm -hmm. The problem though is that eliminating affirmative action is just meant to hurt people of color trying to get into college. Oh, for sure. Because our education system, our public education system, is built on property taxes for its funding. Mm Which means if you're born in a poor area, you're going to go to a poorer school. You're not going to get as robust as an education. That's yep. going to damage your chances of getting into a college. And if there's no affirmative action policies, suddenly you have to be treated the same as a kid that a kid that went to a wealthy school. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, the playing field is not equal. Yeah. How are you supposed to compete with someone that had infinitely more resources than you did? Mm-hmm. Affirmative action is a very small attempt to level that playing field to allow people to go to college and engage in that upward social mobility. And Trying to eliminate affirmative action is just racist.
1: And it's like even even if you want to look at the example, like the Asian-American example, and yeah. think that it's like an actual thing, that even has its own history of racism. Not yeah. only is it built off the model minority myth, I was just about to say it's that. also built off of the Chinese Exclusion Act. Yep, And all their subsequent acts because it wasn't just the Chinese that were being excluded. It was every single person from Asia was not allowed to come in unless they were already like a high-paying profession, a yeah. high-skilled profession. Nurses from, I want to say, the Philippines yeah. couldn't come over unless they were fucking nurses. And good ones at that.
0: That's the thing is that a lot of people that do come over here for school already have to be wealthy Mm -hmm. because coming in as an international student, insanely expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you have like some crazy scholarships. Uh-huh. So people that are coming in, of course, they're going to be scoring higher because, again, they were predisposed to environments that were more conducive for their learning mm-hmm. because they had more resources at their disposal. That's yeah. what it's all about. And it's, it's also a materialist worldview, baby.
1: Literally, historically, we didn't allow Asians to come in unless they were s- smart, yes. unless yes. they were literally just smart. They had to test it to get in here. It was right. fucking ridiculous. So, of
0: course, that's going to have historical implications. Yeah. Like, come on, people. Come on. It's just absolutely absurd. Like, of course, the better solution here is not affirmative action policies, but free college Mm -hmm. and better funding for schools, uh, state school systems like high schools, elementary schools, public schools in general. Like, of course, that is the better solution for sure, because that will have better long term impacts. But for right now. Like, eliminating affirmative action is the same as saying that we're going to treat everyone as absolutely equal despite the background that you came from, Mm -hmm. which means that we are going to prioritize wealthy white people.
1: We are going to ignore your circumstance to uh, help pad our pockets, Uh help line our pockets a little bit Uh more.
0: It's just like, come on, people. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that the Supreme Court right now... Is six three conservative? Even if um fucking what's his name um Chief Justice? Ryer? Ken, no, no, Chief Justice Roberts? Roberts. Roberts. Chief Justice. Even if he rules with the liberals, it literally doesn't matter. Both of these policies are. are both of these cases are probably going to rule in favor of eliminating affirmative action, which is just going to hurt um, the ability of people of color to engage uh-huh. in upward social mobility.
1: Well, like, would it have to be Roberts and Kavanaugh? to vote because aren't they the ones who like have voted more moderate in the past
0: uh Cavan. i guess it just depends what we're looking at but kavanaugh has been kind of like back and forth a little bit but yeah, dude is still, to still reliably, like terrible.
1: reliably conservative right. horrible dude shouldn't have been confirmed at all right but if we're talking but, about like chances but yeah, like yeah. it's
0: probably like affirmative action is probably gonna get whisked away like it's kind of crazy because Roe v. Wade and affirmative action could get whisked away in the same fucking year.
1: In the same fucking year. Where, That's like
0: a <laughs> massive step
1: backwards. In the same year where Democrats have the House, the Senate, and the presidency, they just couldn't stop it because uh-huh. of what Donald Trump was able to do because he got lucky with his Supreme Court appointments. Yes. Because yes. He, got, he got fucking lucky that RGB died. He got lucky that they were able to block off all the fucking um. Yeah. Who, Merrick Garland. Yeah. They were before he was president. Like, ah.
0: Obama almost got lucky, but yeah, he didn't get that third appointment because <laughs> yeah, yeah. he got um Sotomayor and uh, Kagan. He uh-huh. got both of those in there. um, And then he didn't get lucky because, well, one, Ruth Bader Ginsburg would not step down during his presidency. <sighs> and also uh, they blocked Merrick Garland from getting appointed. The same pretenses that they then used opposite <laughs> to get <laughs> Amy Coney Barrett yeah, appointed, which yeah. also, also, I guess, you know, we're talking about Black History Month. We're talking about racism. Going back to... um the uh black woman woman being appointed to the supreme court ted cruz was on this podcast right he was not (laughs) i swear to god he was on (laughs) this podcast (laughs) and he was saying some shit like you know if biden took a look at all of the candidates and just decided that uh black woman was appropriate to appoint the supreme court without accounting for race then i'd be okay with that and like i'd vote for that but then he was saying some shit like uh because he's only looking at black women i can't support that that's racism and it's like dog (laughs) what if he was looking at the list of candidates and he decided that only black women were qualified in yeah, that instance what if, what if they or just or or
1: to be black women that what were qualified if,
0: what if ted cruz you know read a couple of news articles and found out that all of the black women on the list are more than qualified for the position
1: all the black women on the list are way more qualified than he is than he ever has been when he was a contender
0: again they're just Opposed to the concept uh-huh. of a black woman,
1: yeah, oh, literally. Nobody fucking looks at it. Nobody would bat a fucking eye if it was all white guys being considered. Yes, everybody would be like, oh, yeah, whatever. that's just normal. They must be the most qualified. They assume they must mm-hmm. be the most qualified. It's', it's ah!
0: also Ronald ah! Reagan said that he he promised to appoint the first woman to the Supreme Court. He did it. it- Nobody got mad at him. Yeah. Uh Sandra Day O'Connor, I think that was. Or O'Connor Day, I don't remember. The first woman Trump on the Supreme Court.
1: Promised to appoint Amy Coney bear Oh, woman.
0: Uh George Bush promised to appoint the first black man to the Supreme Court, and yeah. he did it. Arguably the most conservative person on the <laughs> yeah. Supreme Court, Clarence Thomas, right now. But like Joe Biden does it and they just lose their minds. Oh yeah. Like why can't they just be happy?
1: <laughs> Party <laughs> politics. <laughs> why can't they just take a chill pill, relax why can't a little They
0: bit? just like accept black women being in a position of power like they're so afraid they're me. so afraid of it anyway moving on to some more racism
1: yeah oh yeah more just bad news
0: uh all around there's another case of police brutality that we got to talk about yeah. so just last week at about 7 a.m in the morning um police broke into amir Locke's apartment in it, minneapolis it wasn't
1: even his apartment it, it was his friend's apartment he was staying on the couch
0: oh he was just sleeping on the couch so police broke into amir Locke's friend's apartment that he was in Yep. amir Locke. Uh, and according to body camera footage Police broke in They were yelling conflicting orders Saying things like uh, Show me your hands But then another one is yelling Get, Get on, on the, the ground. ground So obviously You are just woke up You're going to be befuddled People are yelling opposite orders You're not going to know it's what to like, do
1: if, if you look at the video If you want to Like trigger it's warning disturbing. Trigger warning honestly He's wrapped up in blankets Like he was wrapped up yep. He literally could not have got up He's on the couch The cops bust in One of them Yelling conflictive orders One of them goes up And fucking kicks the couch That he's on yep. He falls on the ground And he was a doordash He's a doordash yeah so he has a strap as he is constitutionally allowed to yes like, we support gun rights he's strapped up for his own safety yes he thinks motherfuckers are breaking in yeah it's the same thing that happened with the brianna taylor situation because surprise surprise the police had a no-knock warrant
0: yeah and i i get you can all guess how this story ends but they bust in he, he starts to stand up they see he has a gun like not even pointed lower yeah no and they execute him yeah they kill in
1: him nine seconds nine seconds from them opening the door to getting in they fucking shoot him to yeah. death Yeah. And you may be saying, well, he
0: had a gun. So like, what are the cops supposed to do? Are they like, they're just going to shoot. And here, let me let us explain to you why that's just a fucking stupid argument. First of all, the same people making this argument are the ones that say, if someone breaks into my house, they're getting shot.
1: Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. same people, Yeah, no, literally.
0: So why is why is the Second Amendment? Okay, in that instance, but not when police are literally breaking into your house? It's not okay when you're black. Yes, it's not okay when you're a fucking criminal thug. Right. Um, and uh, by the way, I thought Second Amendment was supposed to protect you from a tyrannical government, mm-hmm. like. In this instance, cops are acting as state-sanctioned death troopers.
1: I'd say no-knock warrants are pretty fucking tyrannical. Yeah. Especially when we look at how this no-knock warrant was attained. So this is a murder. There was a murder investigation going on a district over, and I want to say St. Paul. The St. Paul Police Department were going to investigate these people in Minneapolis, right? Yeah. So they went to the uh, Minneapolis Police Department and told them, hey, we have a knock warrant. Can you go do this? The warrant was a search warrant. It was to look for evidence. It was not to apprehend anybody. It was just to look for evidence. Then the mm-hmm. Minneapolis Police Department went to a judge, coincidentally the same judge that uh, presided over the Derek Chauvin trial. Yeah. Right? Derek Chauvin. Derek Chauvin. Chauvin. I have no fucking – fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that guy. We, he doesn't deserve us to pronounce it. Exactly. Him correctly. Put him in a pack. But anyway, they went to that same judge and they fucking begged to get a no-knock warrant because the Minneapolis Police Department is apparently just that fucking horny. Yes. Like They're just this horny to kill. Bro, they're this morning
0: to, like, get in the national news again. I
1: know! <laughs> like, like, don't you think you would fucking chill? Like...
0: Oh, they just, like, back to back to back.
1: How do you defend them at this point? There was
0: um, there was something that happened last year with them, too, near Minneapolis. near this, I think it was 10 minutes away from where George Floyd was killed. Yeah. They killed another Th- black man. This is true. I and can't I want to say, was, was
1: Minneapolis though. the place that, like, banned no-knock warrants? Or is that where Breonna Taylor was killed?
0: And they banned chokeholds, I think.
1: Oh, okay. Whatever. It doesn't fucking matter.
0: Literally doesn't matter. Like, no-knock warrants would have been better. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're both equally bad. They shouldn't have have either of them. who Should not have either. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway,
1: it's just it's absolutely fucking absurd, and it points to like the two problems: no knock warrants and gun rights cannot coexist. No, they literally cannot coexist. The police and gun rights can barely fucking coexist because the police aren't adequately trained to deal with anyone who is constitutionally allowed to carry a gun. Coincidentally, the police that are ninety percent conservative that advocate for these gun rights also hate gun rights when it's a black person that has them.
0: Yeah, and yeah, that that that's kind of the point I was gonna. To make is that he owned the gun legally yeah he went through all legal means to purchase the gun he like when i was doing years old i was doing research for the section and there was an i think an interview with his mother she said that he owned the gun legally yeah. like he was a lot like and our constitution protects the right to own a weapon uh-huh. but the same people that love and literally get so horny for the second amendment yeah can just somehow justify the police murdering this man for having a gun mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. how can you justify that it's just absolutely absurd and like you were saying no knock warrants are incredibly hostile. They should all o- oh they do God. is escalate tensions.
1: They should only ever be used in the very, very rarest of fucking circumstances when you absolutely know that the building is just ops. Yeah. That is it. You, th- if there's any ambiguity, no no knock warrants. I'm sorry. Let I don't care. I don't care if somebody's going and flushing cocaine down the toilet. I'm sorry. It doesn't like, matter. It's a, cause that's that's another justification for no knock warrants. It's like, oh, what if they're flushing drugs and evidence down the toilet if it's a drug raid? I don't give a shit. That's a whole nother conversation about like drugs and decriminalizing them and whatever yeah. and how we treat addicts in the country. But like I don't fucking give a shit. No knock warrants should be used very fucking sparingly.
0: Also, like police don't stop crimes. They don't. Police don't stop don't. crimes, baby. Like, all they do is deal with crimes after the fact. Uh-huh. Like, they, they aren't a preventative measure. They're <laughs> like a cleanup crew.
1: <laughs> they deal with crimes after the fact, and then they commit more.
0: Right, they just cause more crimes yeah. to happen because over-policing just necessitates more people getting into gangs and doing and that And it's shit. not
1: even that. They literally just commit crimes as police officers, police officers true. and then qualified immunity they, kicks in.
0: They do just literally murder people on the job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
1: and then get fucking paid for it.
0: And also, I like, just kind of a separate point is that... If somebody broke into your house when you're sleeping, the wee hours of the morning, mm-hmm. like I, I wake up like nine every day for classes, right? Yeah. I'm not, my brain is not functioning for at least five minutes after I'm out of bed. Yeah. No facts. I got to like, wake up like two hours before I go to class. Cause I just need, I need to wake up. Right. Like I'm not processing things. Uh-huh. If someone busted into my house and was yelling random orders at me, like they straight, quite literally kicked down the door. Yeah. They kicked the couch, waking me up. They were yelling orders at me. I'm not going to know what's going on.
1: Literally. I'm not going to like even if even if the cop even if they're not yelling conflicting orders. I'm not gonna know what to do There was one fucking time Where I was asleep right And my mom came home Like at night And I was in like I was like 16 Like still in high school And she came into like My room to like Say hi Like say she was home And I didn't know who it was And I freaked the fuck out And started like Punching and kicking You're distraught When somebody walks in And you don't fucking expect it And imagine a bunch of fucking men Armed to the fucking teeth Uh With guns A literal SWAT department Police Open the fuck Not even open up They open the door And then announce themselves As Uh they're rushing in Gunning this dude down
0: Yeah nine seconds it's
1: absurd it's yeah. absolutely fucking absurd like, no knock warrants should barely be a thing
0: how can you how can you expect someone to respond in a compliant way when you bust up busted with guns pointed at their face mm-hmm. and especially if this person is accustomed to sleeping with a gun next to them yeah for their own protection yeah. like i don't know what this the guy's living situation was don't know like what the area like right exactly but if like just say any generic person if they're living in a bad area that is uh kind of crime is a common factor Mm -hmm. then of course they're going to be sleeping with a gun next to them. i know plenty of people that have told me they sleep with guns next to them for their own protection yeah i have family members that don't live in bad areas Uh that sleep with guns next to them just in case yeah because it makes them feel more safe so of course you're going to be sleeping with a gun next to you but that does not justify the police murdering you
1: not at all especially when they weren't even there for him especially when it's your fucking right yeah and these are the people that are supposed to be defending those rights
0: yeah yeah. Like
1: what is that?
0: Yeah. And the last thing or a- actually not even the last thing, but third I wanted to say okay. is that I don't know why we have to say this so many times, but cops don't just they don't get to just fucking execute people. Oh no. Like not you, at you all. don't get to just walk in and murder somebody. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's like oh we, you should just you should just obey the cops, you should just listen to them and nothing bad will happen. What what could he have done better in this situation? Nothing. Like there's nothing he could have done. He couldn't have known the cops were coming and not had a gun with him. No. He couldn't have somehow he stood up. Is what he did. Yeah. He stood up. Yeah,
1: he stood up with his gun down. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, he probably realized they were cops. That's why he didn't fucking point it. Yeah, and if the cops
0: are meant to, like, maintain order, quote-unquote, they shouldn't be able to just be state-sanctioned death troopers. Uh-huh.
1: And it's, like, the whole thing, they are supposed to de-escalate every single situation. No-knock w- <laughs> no knock warrants are an instant escalation. Yeah. This wouldn't have happened if it was a knock warrant. Yes. This wouldn't have happened if they just knock on the door, like, police, what's up, we're here. It, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have happened.
0: yeah and also like even if even if like for some reason cops do that and then they start to run away or they start to flush evidence or whatever yeah. it's better than someone literally dying facts and especially in this circumstance an innocent person yeah and yeah. it's an innocent person just getting executed by the police
1: and it was just a search warrant yeah and I know they also lied in their press conference about him being one of the suspects on the search warrant. Yeah, he was They said he was. He was not. Oh, my God. He was, his name was not on the warrant, even though they said they were. I think they lied about a couple other things, but I can't remember them off the top of my head. But, like, of fucking course, they did. Yeah. This is the Minneapolis Police Department. Literally uh-huh. infamous now.
0: Yeah, no-knock warrant should not be happening. Mm-mm. All they do is increase tensions. And, like, lastly... I don't care if he had a gun. Like, it doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't. You don't just get to walk in and execute people. The Mm -hmm. same people that always cry about big government and government uh, oversight, government regulation, big brother watching you are the same ones that support the police busting into somebody's house and executing them. Mm -hmm. Like, how Mm -hmm. you can't. Hold both of those ideas In your head No you can't You can't say that you love Small government And then also support The death troopers Breaking into your house And killing you
1: Yeah literally the death squad
0: Like I don't I don't understand how Anybody compartmentalizes Those two ideas It's dystopian Yeah
1: It's dystopian We're living in 2022 And this shit is still going on
0: Right like that was my thought too It's like this is straight up dystopian
1: I know Like God, fuck you, I'm
0: Like, fucking like agents of the government being able to break in and just murder whoever they want Mm -hmm. and they can have it justified through any number of ways they can fabricate as much evidence as they want they can make up the idea that like oh well i felt like i was being threatened yeah they can come up with anything
1: and just escape all accountability for a person that is now dead just like the fucking state department they can go and lie in their press conferences Uh and face no accountability Mm -hmm. what what happens to the honestly nothing is gonna happen to this cop no because this situation is muddy enough that he just gets off
0: Oh yeah, no, like, like
1: that's the sad realities. He just he will just get off. Right, not even like a transfer to another unit.
0: Yeah, no, it's not even like a, an open and close kind of thing like it was with Derek Chauvin because yeah. like in the in the context of the situation, Amir Locke did have a gun. Yeah. And if you if you take all context out of it, you take out all context from the situation and consider nothing else. It's a split second Cops decision. Cops and a gun, split second decision. Like the, that's all the justification
1: yes. they need to get away with murder. The issue here is just one, the militarization of the police and two, yes. no, fucking no knock warrants. Like I don't know how I can stress that enough. It's the no knock warrants here. Yeah, That's a huge issue.
0: So I guess now we know that um, people on the right support the Second Amendment unless it's a black person, which I guess we've known for a very long time. I guess we've time. known.
1: We can add it to the long list of like other crimes, which include walking while black, jogging yep. while black, owning a gun while black. I'm pretty sure we've said this before, Yeah, that owning a gun while black is just a violation because we don't see this shit happen with white – actually, you know, we still even see this shit happen with white people. Yeah. We bring it back to um Daniel Roof – no, Daniel Schaefer. Uh, are you talking about the Antifa guy? No, I'm talking about the guy – this was a couple years ago. I want to say four or five years ago. He was in a hotel room, and he had a hunting rifle that he was, like, showing his friend. Yeah. And somebody from the parking lot saw it, called the cops on him. The cops bust in with AR-15s, and um, he w- obviously wasn't doing anything with the rifle. He had put it away. He was in the hallway. The one of them starts yelling at him to get on the fucking ground and crawl towards him, and they just gunned him down in the hallway. Oh, my God. Because he was, like – he was panicking. He was crying, and he, like, went to, like, pull up his pants. Yeah. And he said, oh, he's reaching. And coincidentally – Coincidentally, I say this quotation marks, like can't emphasize that enough. The cop had etched into his AR fifteen like some cryptic saying or some shit, like killing about killing motherfuckers or something yeah, like that. Sounds about right. Like this dude was fucking horny for just to murder.
0: Oh my god. Like I mean, again, they if they can strip all context from every situation, every encounter they're mm-hmm. involved in, you can literally just justify anything.
1: And that's what qualified immunity is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like our, our take here is that they should never be put into that situation to begin with. Yeah, Cops should not be busting into somebody's house, escalating tensions like that to begin mm-hmm. with, because that just results in people dying. Yeah. And it is the fault of the police system, not the person that gets stressed out or has to pull up their pants or yes. doesn't know what to do when somebody breaks into their house. It is not their fault. Jesus. The state Fucking should not remember. be Doing this it's it's insane to think that we even have to say and this. then
1: and then we see police budgets continue to balloon yes with while while the right is saying democrats are defunding the police right
0: like they're going up I'm nine million sorry, i'm sorry where right they're going up nine million dollars instead of ten million dollars like. exactly
1: exactly <laughs> right like they're so still increasing dystopian. yeah
0: no it's really bad anyways i think that probably sums it up for this episode sorry yeah. that uh sorry that some of this was pretty A little, sad news little depressing episode we got new mics hopefully they didn't sound too bad yeah hopefully we sound better though Exactly. You know how hopefully is. hopefully our our noise quality is pretty good. Hopefully it's not too bad. I might have to fiddle with it a little bit, but um Perfect. we appreciate you all yeah, for listening. Yeah, please to the drop episode. the
1: feedback like on, on the YouTube video if you're watching yeah. on YouTube. Uh, yeah, go the to new, the they YouTube nice. video and they look, drop the mic, the they, feedback. They
0: look like podcasting mics, don't they? Yeah, they really do. We're uh,
1: feeling a lot more professional exactly. up in here.
0: Hopefully we sound more professional too. Which we
1: are cuz like I mean we hit like we're at like 450 listeners right now.
0: Yeah, something like That's that. That's
1: crazy. Literally shout out to every single yeah. one of you. I never thought we'd Get that hit that number, you know?
0: Couldn't do it without y'all. Like, that's wild. Couldn't do it without y'all. But before we go, you know, we got to give a special thanks. Very special. To our loyal patrons. Let's go. Special thanks to Cricket Scrabbook Layouts, Nikki Nine Lives, Kaden Kraut, Terrence Nicholson, Christy Beck, Thalia cats 40% Spites, 40% Spite. Oh, my goodness. I'm so so sorry. Mike Kaplinski, Mattias T, John G, and my mom. Thank you for supporting the show on Patreon. We couldn't do it without you all. Love it. Uh, Thank you for listening to the episode. Thanks for giving us the time. Have Um, a great week. Happy Black History Month.
1: Yeah.